1: do remember that song i do yeah who who sang that song i should know Mm, i should know it is a it is a detriment to me as a human that i don't know who
0: i I i've found that song i found recently that there are a lot of like a lot of them are like one hit wonders, but like from the eighties, uh-huh. nineties and even sure. even beyond. Uh huh. Sure. I really have no clue who sang the song and <laughs> sure. I've never once questioned
1: like I don't think that's a, a, a one hit wonder though. I have to look. Witchy woman. Yeah. I think that's like one of the big dogs? We should we should both know that, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um well my phone's trying to tell me, but it's hard to say. Uh yeah, Witchy Woman is by the Eagles.
0: Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. That doesn't track to me no that doesn't sound to right brain. to me
1: doesn't sound right to me at all but yeah uh, yeah sure enough written by don henley there you go huh interesting okay well the more you google welcome to uh common creatives the eagles fan cast yep the unofficial eagles fancast. i yep. really don't like the eagles you know uh, um I really I, don't care for them.
0: I think the most interesting thing about the Eagles mm-hmm. is the the idea that um, a lot of people thought, and it just kind of plays into our episode a little bit. It does, yeah. That there were some kind of like, yeah, uh, devil worshipping, cultist, demonic, yeah, um, uh, codes put in their music, absolutely and, on their record, Hotel and, California, yeah, particularly. Right. If that were the case, like I would be so much more into I'd the Eagles. I'd be more interested in that's the Eagles. Like
1: yeah, that's an interesting thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hi Dolly. Yeah, You guys hear that? Dolly would be more interested in the Eagles as well if they were satanic. Yeah. Um, um but they're not, I don't think. Um, no, probably best not. Best I know. If if so, you would think they would get better music out of that deal of yeah. like if you're going to sell your soul to the devil. I bet You I get bet, to be Robert Johnson. You don't get to I be I have a feeling Eagles. your your dad's a big fan of the Eagles. <laughs> I don't know that he is, but I, I understand just, why. Can you imagine what yeah. him just
0: singing Hotel California and just really Maybe, gro- yeah. grooving?
1: Maybe I'd so. I'd say he would. I could see him groove. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, um, all right, yeah, so that does tie into what we're talking about today. First of all, hey, Joe, thanks for joining me. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, you know how uh, like some people will...
0: will uh, Make up nicknames for themselves or ask to be called certain things, and you're like, Yeah, oh, you gotta just let it happen. You just like, let that, you yeah, don't force it. You can't it. make that happen. Don't for force yourself. that. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna force it. Okay. I would like to, <laughs> from here on out, be yeah. called the maestro.
1: The maestro. I can do that. That's fine. Mm, I don't feel it feels you, bad it's now. already. I want it's it already too bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just needs to happen. <laughs> okay. Um, maestro and the, uh, I don't know. Um, what are you? I don't know. What am I? I'm not sure. My is I, guess, I and... guess you're a doctor. I guess. I guess. Seems like it. Um, <sighs> so we're talking. What are we talking about? What is this? What are? What is this? What hey, are we thanks, doing here?
0: If, if this is your first episode, um, whoo
1: You got a live one. You got a good yeah, one. We
0: just uh, we just sit around and um, a couple a uh, couple mm-hmm. childhood friends who are. Both went the way of the arts, that's I right. think. Yeah. Um for the most part, and mm-hmm. we just like to uh, tear things apart and talk about the things we like and the things we're interested in. And yeah, I don't, I don't know why it's called this. Common creatives. We're pretty, pretty. I, co- I make commonly com- creative. I guess I make a bunch of funny little jokes about it. Yeah. So far,
1: I think that's good. I think that's your uh, shtick. Yeah. So this episode, we are talking about witches. And the concept of the witch, Mm -hmm. particularly in creative domains. Yeah. Right? So we're not just talking about. We're not going to give you like the history of witchcraft or something. Although I could do a good hour on witchcraft. Let me. I'm tell you. sure you could. Let me tell you. I actually yeah.
0: want to. I want to talk a little bit at some point about the yeah. uh, Salem witch trials. I yep. read some interesting things. Things good. on it. Um, good.
1: So let's, let's. I took some notes. That's that's. I got well, little
0: bullet points.
1: Let's jump in then. You know, let's let's not start. Let me back up a little bit and get us to the Salem witch trials. And then let's talk about the Salem. Let's spend some time there. Okay. Do you want to do that? Yeah. We're going pre-1600s? Yeah, I'm going to go pre-1600s. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, man. Like I told you, I cut this down. I got a good hour I could talk about witchcraft. Um, So the concept of the witch, let's do it this way. Why don't you give me some just... What do you think of? And I'll respond to this too, but what do you think of when you think of witch? I think of um, potions.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think of riding broomsticks into the night sure yeah i think of um
1: eating children yep yep cooking them in a big nice pot a big cauldron
0: big cauldron bubbling i think of sisters yeah definitely
1: a lot of times in threes yep certainly Um, i think of black cats yep and i think of pointy black hats sure um and warded noses warded noses and potentially green skin
0: yeah right well i'm i'm uh i grew up red green colorblind still am okay they didn't fix it right i don't think they can (laughs) not yet and don't get me started on those in chroma glasses because i don't want to buy them because they're like 500 bucks a pop and it might Mm -hmm. not work Mm -hmm. but that would be dope but from what i understand it's just like it's not great it just points things out it helps you point things out but you can't there's no lens that will give me we'll, more cones we'll and give rods you or green. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So but you growing are aware up, of that trope. I'm aware of it. Yeah. But I, I, in kindergarten I would use like shades of green um to color skin um with crayons. And yeah. That's how we that's how we figured it out. <laughs> Cause um, your
1: teachers thought you were just being a little asshole.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um but no. Um my mom to this day. I'm thirty three. Yeah. And my mom to this day quotes my kindergarten teacher Miss mm-hmm. uh, Donna Connor. Okay, um, that Are you
1: calling her out?
0: <laughs> or yeah. What?
1: Are you, did she say something bad? You no, this is out? good. Oh, she was actually really nice. Okay. I think
0: it was actually not her, but um, there was this one woman that helped her out. She was kind of witchy. actually. Okay. She was nice. more like a. She was the witch.
1: Yeah, that's
0: fun. Yeah, sure. Wicked witch. Okay. I just, I. I that's not true. Okay. <laughs> But this episode is about witches. Yeah, so I'm is. trying to make tied sure that, in. Yeah, I'm tied going. in. Um, I think that was her that uh that 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 took me down that road of like, hey, quit being a little jerk. Yeah. Um, but my kindergarten teacher, my I would hide under my bed. It was a bad transition going to school for yeah. me. My mom would take me, and then she would wait there and just like it, we had this thing where like I didn't want to go. When I got there, it was terrible. She thought. I wasn't gonna learn anything. I was gonna cry all day, and yeah. then, and then she would just, you know, all of that. But yeah, one day early on after school, I walked up to my mom with my kindergarten teacher, uh-huh. and Miss Donna C- Connor uh-huh. went up to my mom and said, uh, "Joey does good work." Uh huh. And my mom's like, "He's gonna be okay." That's good. Yeah, good. It so around. to this day just just like she last week my my uh my nephew just started preschool. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh she she brought up the story of me doing good work. Doing good work? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And here so, you are today. Here, here I am. Yeah. Despite
0: drinking a glass of bourbon talking about witches with despite- my buddy in my
1: basement. <laughs> you did it. Uh living that dream. Um so witches to get back there right just do have green skin and you're aware of this yeah so um, i yeah i had no idea yeah
0: until you know it's the halloween costume you yeah. have to paint your face yeah. like why are you painting and why are you doing it? that yeah, why, yeah. You, why would you be like
1: that another thing that is typical of witches that we actually didn't mention but is almost so obvious that you don't think of it is typically they are women yeah right I did say sisters. You did say sisters. That is true. So... Yeah. But they are typically like the default gender for that archetype is women, yeah. right? And there's a good reason. There's a long historical reason. Right. I'm just going to, we're just going to talk about a couple little touch points with regard to that. First of all, one thing about witch uh, being a witch or being called a witch is throughout most of history, we're going to be talking about current stuff, but throughout most of history, it's typically a derogatory term that other people would call you. It wasn't usually that you would call yourself that, right? You're until not, super recently, right? Yeah. Um, and real quick before I say anything else, a lot of my scholarship comes from someone named Kristen Soleil who wrote a really good book about witchcraft and stuff like that. So oh, that's cool. Just gotta call her out. Um, so the 14th to the 17th century is—I just want to mention that because that was when those 300 years there was a European witch craze. So like Europe was the 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 political structure was Christian mm-hmm. and so they were they would call out people for being witches who deviated from whatever they saw as sort of appropriate social life essentially typically that were women but right. like that was over like 300 years and i found one calculate <laughs> one estimate um the estimates i found ranged between 40,000 and 80,000 people who were hmm. accused wow. and lots of them were executed by the authorities of yeah. the day in I Europe. like I like to
0: think uh let, let's just take this down to the deepest darkest place yeah. for a second. I like to think that like we've we've gotten past that. It'd be nice um, to think that, yeah. And I and I think we've we've really learned to um to put on a better face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we're the I think mankind just <laughs> sucks.
1: We're just a step away from burning witches.
0: We're, <laughs> we're just a step away from yeah. setting setting people on fire.
1: Yeah. Well, we did it for, uh, and when I say we, I mean Western Europe particularly, uh, did it for a good 300 years. Um, and, uh, so let's jump. That's all I wanted to do pre-Salem. Yeah, so um,
0: don't worry, everyone. This isn't going to be a it's not gonna be Dr. Simpson no. <laughs> takes you to school it's, it's
1: not although it could be i got a good hour on witchcraft yeah. but nevertheless uh the probably the most famous one right in salem, salem witch trials yeah witch to gotta, <laughs> gotta be that happened in 1692 to 1693 yeah and tell me what you found when you were looking into. Um, I, I found some salem actually re- really uh interesting things yeah. um there's actually
0: um a really um solid theory on as to why it happened this is such a big one yeah um, and that a lot of these, uh, like why it's so
1: well known, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and, and why a lot of these people, uh, again, they're focusing mainly on women and mainly on poor women, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but why um, I think uh, there was there there was some proof as to these women actually being witches, sure, um, and it comes from a, a Linda uh, Caparel. Okay, um, she she. Uh, her her theory is is most well known that um there's a um a a fungus uh called uh ergot i yep. think mm-hmm. um and in in sixteen ninety one there was a, an especially rainy and warm growing season in the grains yeah um and farmers were aware of this thing that was it would basically eat away at the it's grains like and the rye, yeah. uh-huh. Uh-huh. and uh, they would kind of see this as, oh, well, the grains are still good. They've just been kind of burned and dried by the sun. Yeah. We're still going to eat it. They didn't realize that it was a poison. Yes. Um, and this poison would cause convulsions, Yeah. hallucinations, yep. um, and really painful contractions of the muscles. Yeah. Um, sounds a lot like maybe being possessed by something. Right.
1: Or having a curse put on you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Black magic.
0: Yeah. This type of almost plague has actually been recorded earlier in different at yeah. different times where possession was. Oh, interesting! Uh, I think uh, there's a there's a uh, a time uh, in ancient Greece. That's been recorded. Yeah. Where this thing, uh, ergot uh, ergotism, I think is oh, what man. she called it. Yeah. Um, it's pretty interesting. That's so interesting. But I didn't realize that. What's especially interesting is that um, in 1692, yep. there was a gnarly drought. Uh-huh. A really intense drought that yep. just so you had this really warm, gnarly yep. growing season, and yeah. then all the and then and then and then, a, and then a, went a drought. Yeah. So by six by the by 1693, yeah, um, which the Salem witch trials was essentially 1692 to yeah. 93, yeah, like February through that following May, or the next May, the next May, yeah. Um, so was, by 1693, you, you would see a lot less of this happening, yeah, um, for sure. So this kind of, um, Actual physical proof of yeah, a, a a plague or an ailment yeah, um mixed Would have with gone away yeah mixed yeah. with kind of this
1: religious yeah push to you know and that's an important point so the 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 fungus is a is a really popular hypothesis makes a lot of sense and it and even if it is true it wouldn't work without this sort of cultural no it, it ga- fertilizer it,
0: it gave it yeah. gave uh, society yes. a. a, a <laughs> A
1: go-ahead, a
0: a thumbs-up. Okay, do what you were going to do anyway, but look, it's real. Look, it's real. Yeah, Yeah.
1: absolutely. So um, uh, Massachusetts at the time was a Calvinist... Puritan, Bible-based society, right? So the political authority and the church authority was the same thing. So like with a lot of... They accused over 200 people during the Salem Witch Trials. They ended up killing 19. Uh, 14 of those were women. Five were men. And they killed Mm -hmm. a couple dogs, I think, actually. Um, But they had this sort of mass hysteria. Do you know why they probably killed those dogs? Why is that? (laughs) This is pretty
0: interesting. So one of of the ways they would actually uh, test if you were actually like... A witch or possessed <laughs> by something is, uh, they'd mix these, uh, I wrote it down, what were they called? Yeah. Um, there's a type <laughs> of cake, a witch cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd mix urine and cake, yeah. and they'd feed it to the dog, mm-hmm. and then if the dog showed any type of similar sim- symptom, sure. <laughs> yeah. you were a witch, and I'm assuming okay. they'd, they'd kill the dog too. Sure, we might as well. Yeah, maybe your maybe your urine is full of like this
1: witch juice. This, yeah.
0: yeah, well this disease like Yeah, oh, in real life. Yeah, fungus. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, of course. Yeah, so you have this mass hysteria that comes about in this sort of religious context. Once again as you rightly point out. By mostly, the way, Witch Cake is the yeah. name of my new mixtape. That is real good. Dropping this winter yeah. only on cassette. Christmas Day. Christmas Day. <laughs> witch Cake i like that yeah um so uh, you know 19 people were killed over this which is a ton which is this is the one we remember but that's a ton less than was than were killed in europe that's like forty thousand people on the low end of the estimate which is really interesting
0: yeah
1: um at the same time though we're talking about
0: colonial america yeah fresh colonial america a lot fewer people sure um and their their system for killing people, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, their system for gov- governing,
1: <laughs> for finding justice,
0: Joe. yeah, their system for governing, <laughs> s- governing slash, yeah, yeah. doing slash whatever the hell they people. want to do, yeah. um, was a mess. Yeah, of course. So they weren't. It wasn't. It wasn't
1: organized enough yes. to be able to just off yeah. forty thousand. Well, people. and they weren't a community that believed fully in science either, right? So, essentially, when they would have these witch trials in Salem they would allow what was called spectral evidence to be counted which are visions and dreams and things like this so people could just accuse people they didn't like and then cite a vision that they had as evidence against them um so anyway do you have anything else on the Salem witch trials so we we really get this association with women and witches at least in our modern era largely from the Salem witch trials although that tradition goes back farther
0: Oh this is a fun uh with this this uh ergot yeah. um thing. It's it's actually
1: yeah. a primary ingredient
0: in LSD. Oh nice. So by the how 60s fun. and 70s we figured out how to harness the
1: poison. How <laughs> fun. Yeah. yeah. Um and we actually had a big uptick in sort of uh, alternative spiritualities in the 60s and 70s sure. as a result. So that's really interesting. Um so I I want to jump really quickly yep. Uh, I'm going to get us to pop culture. We're getting there where this is not a history podcast, but I do want to touch down because this, this sort of accident or um, uh, accident of history is just too good not to talk about. So there was um, in the late 1800s, there was a woman named Matilda Jocelyn Gage, who was a women suffragist who was fighting for women to have the right to vote. She was a native American activist and abolitionist. She was against slavery. Um, before this, before the late 1800s, obviously, and after. Um, but she wrote a book called Woman, Church, and State, where she talks about the Salem Witch Trials. And she frames the Salem Witch Trials as sort of a a male-centered and male-privileged Christian social structure punishing women for behaving in ways that they don't think are appropriate, right? Something like sure. that. She really uh, involves, involves gender in these conversations about power and religion and all this stuff. The interesting thing, once again, not a history podcast, the interesting thing is that her daughter married a man named L. Frank Baum, and you know who this is, right? Um, L. Frank Baum goes on to author children's books, the most popular of which is The Wizard of Oz. And so L. Frank Baum brings us to the staple tropes of the witch. So when we talk about green skin, right? Mm -hmm. When we talk about a pointy hat, all this stuff. This comes out of the film. I'm melting. I'm melting. Yeah. Yeah. This comes out of the film version of The Wizard of Oz, which is tied to this woman who reframed the Salem Witch Trials in her work as a like super super early feminist right super interesting and then also not only that but the wizard of oz doesn't only have the evil witch which is who we always remember right. but it mm-hmm. also has glenda the the good witch the good witch yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so it's these two witches fighting over things which is well, there's very four, interesting right oh there may be i don't yeah, know Yeah,
0: the northeast south and west
1: oh are there really yeah okay i don't know the, uh, mythology the, house, that yeah, well. the
0: house lands on one of them at the
1: beginning yeah. Yeah. yeah it lands on the wicked witch of the west right no 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 i'm no. sorry she lives she's she, the bad guy yeah, she's the bad yeah guy. it lands on one of the other ones that's right yeah, that's i want right. to say there's four right yeah probably i don't know not it's been a minute yeah but nevertheless this is one of the big if not the big early pop culture staple for witches right shows up in the wizard of oz huge movie right mm-hmm. enormous pretty big <clears throat> yeah pretty good pretty not not too bad yeah other examples of witches in popular culture so that really influences a lot in terms of i mean halloween decorations i have now are influenced by that look from wizard of oz the movie right right? Mm -hmm. and then the next big staple one that i could think of as i was thinking through the sort of last hundred years of witches as far as i know um bewitched bewitched yep right Mm -hmm. bewitched happens um i don't have the years for bewitched that would have been uh I would say late 60s, 60s early 70s? I would say the 60s. 60s? Yeah, okay. Um maybe, maybe? No, I don't want to Yeah. Who knows? I don't I, sh- know. I should have looked up the years, but nevertheless Bewitched um it was a very popular show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it also deals with these sort of gender issues too, mm-hmm. right? Cuz it's it's sort of this white middle-class housewife who has this power that her husband can't access in various ways. And that has to do that's happening at the same time that various women's movements are happening right in the culture. Um, so that's really interesting. I would be curious to know how bewitched was, um, how it was
0: received. Yeah. Um, because it was a very popular show. Yeah. Um, and, and the idea like, and we'll get to this, um, for example, shows like shows of which theme shows of today are a lot more intense. Yeah. Um, like we'll talk about Sabrina, uh, Uh a Netflix show. Um, I really, I only saw the first season and I yeah. r- really enjoyed it, but there's a big backlash. Um, sure. A, a big kind of uh, Christian backlash and even like a yeah. uh, uh, satanic backlash yeah. on the show. Yeah. We're going to um, that too. So I'm wondering if, like,
1: because it was a witch, um, yeah. and I'm bewitched, if that was. A big deal or not. Oh, if it was a big problem then? Right. Yeah. So Bewitched, um Bewitched, just so we can get this on tape. Um that's an anachronism. It ran from nineteen 19- No, I'm I'm
0: recording You're the, recording it to tape? Yeah, I'm recording to tape. I got my tape. Here we machine. are,
1: live to tape. I be- do have
0: a four track cassette uh recording that we should do we, an episode on
1: we should do an episode on that. That would be fun. Do our ASMR episode yep. on that. Um Bewitched ran from nineteen sixty four to nineteen seventy two. Yeah, so we nailed it. Yeah, 16, nailed it yeah. right there. Killed it. So bewitched is big, and bewitched is once again this sort of it makes it a positive thing, right? Uh-huh. It's not the wicked witch of the west anymore, right? It is, and while there were good witches in Wizard of Oz, I think the one we all remember and the one who certainly influences, you know, witches in relation to it Halloween the bad one, oh. and all this. Yeah, of course, the wicked witch. Let's be honest, she's the coolest. She's the coolest. She's got flying monkeys. She's iconic. Mm-hmm. She is cool. Um. Even though she's wicked, and oh, and then you have Wicked, right? As yeah. A, as a its own property, exactly. Which point. I've
0: never seen. I
1: haven't either. No. Yeah. I don't. know I don't know that much about it. I just know. Yeah, it's about the Wicked. It's in that universe. Yeah. yeah. Which it's from her her perspective, something like I, this. I believe so. Yeah. I don't want to talk too much about things I don't know about. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, but Bewitch puts a positive spin on it, right? Yeah. And it's funny. It's a. Uh, I mean, it's a funny show.
0: Yeah. I, I, I would argue that uh, the original Sabrina the Teenage Witch show for yeah. kids, yeah. which I loved growing up, yeah. um, was probably inspired by that. Sure. Similar um, tone. Similar tone. Like, yeah. it's just this silly thing. Um, uh, I don't think she twitched her nose,
1: but she did something that, uh-huh. that would, you know. Yeah. And you had that Salem the Cat would talk to her and stuff like that. Yeah. It was very fun. Um other examples that i have come up with here and you feel free obviously to throw in ones that you found um because as we're recording this we are sort of close to halloween hocus pocus came up yeah i love hocus pocus it's hocus pocus is a great movie such a great movie um and that influences once again sisterhood being tied in it's not the only movie that does that but and the idea idea that these these
0: these uh Old women, old decrepit women yeah. are eating children and yeah. taking their Stealing their youth, youth their life. Yeah, right. yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Great movie, though. Yeah, I love it. Such fond memories of it. I've, I, have to, I haven't watched it this season. I need to. Another children's-ish movie that's still good and I think still holds up, The Witches. Did you ever see this? Nope really good you need to see it one of them one of the great depictions of witches uh angelica houston plays a witch in it uh so we don't have to dig into that too much but definitely go watch that um do you have some that you've let me look at my notes look at my notes look at you taking notes (laughs) y'all know i
0: don't take notes what are you a doctor um so there are uh, uh, a lot of television witches uh so we have charmed charmed Yep. Um, we have um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Willow. Yep, the witch. Yep. Um. Uh. More kind of uh, around that same time, but uh, on the big screen, The Craft. The Craft. Do you remember The Craft? Yep. The Craft was um, great.
1: Yeah. So you had, I mean, all those play into this sort of. You had this nineteen nineties revival of interest in sort of alternative spiritualities yeah and witchcraft and wicca became a big thing in the 1990s yeah um and i think that sort of tracks along you had a lot of undercurrent of pop culture doing that type of thing in the 90s i mean in the 90s is when you had the x-files right which isn't witchy but it's definitely this sort of otherworldly yeah. esoteric kind of thing um and i think you had a bit i don't know why that was but. remember alex Mack yeah she mm-hmm. was kind of a witch she had a lot of stuff along she was witchy lines. yeah mm-hmm. she could turn into liquid yeah go under a door she wanted to yeah
0: that's weird that's a weird show that is a weird show well, i haven't well, seen well, that in forever what was her deal i don't know oh don't she remember. she
1: was no she was more of a superhero type right she got like daredevil with some cosmic ooze or something oh, right dope. i yeah. think if i remember correctly charmed was really good um was it no <laughs> i just said that uh is a really good, a good example. example yeah yeah is what I was going for. The Craft was really good, though. I used to really watch it though. all the time. I think my
0: my mom yeah. had it on or something. But
1: I it watched it a lot, but I was a teenage boy, and there were attractive women. Rose McGowan women. And, yeah. uh, Alyssa Milano, Alyssa Milano yeah,
0: 90210. Um,
1: 90210, she was on there. So, yeah, I would watch it for those reasons, but it was, a, it was a silly show, right? Yeah. It was a very silly show. And I'm sure I'm potentially... Three sisters. Three sisters. Three witchy once again. sisters. Yep. There's actually a Charmed remake, and I haven't seen any the of reboot. it. The reboot. Yeah, the reboot. I um, want to say... uh
0: uh, w- one of the original charm charmeders Charmies, yeah ch- charmed
1: uh women uh is just charmos not happy about the reboot really yeah huh interesting uh yeah buffy willow on buffy um yeah. that has one one that i did i hadn't thought of uh before looking into stuff for this was and i don't know if you've seen this movie have you seen kiki's delivery service i have uh-huh that's a witch yep um interesting example really mm-hmm. big uh huge following i've seen it but i'm not a member of the sort of fandom so, same yeah uh, but i know of it i know it's a big deal yeah um also another another example is the white witch from lying the witch in the wardrobe right which uh i've been saying that word a lot and it's catching me because i'm i use the word witch a lot when i'm making transitions in my sentences and yeah. i'm just noticing it anyway oh but, yeah. 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 Weird. But that, uh, Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe uses the figure of the White Witch as a bad guy again. Right. right. The, I, the White I, Witch I is I a bad guy.
0: I've, I've seen the movie. I've yeah. read the
1: books. I don't recall almost any of it. Sure. Fair it's enough. Weird. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. Another big example of recent years that I think is important, and I want to—we'll get to Sabrina, and I want to spend some time there. But like, just going through some of these. There's a lot of good stuff in Sabrina. Yeah, there absolutely is. Uh, The Love Witch, which yeah, (laughs) I actually. The Love Witch, Witch. The Love Witch, Witch. You ever had Witch, Witch? (laughs) The sandwich shop. (laughs) No.
0: Yeah, I get this. uh, Is that real? Yeah, Witch, Witch. It's Witch, Witch. It's uh, it's Witch W H I C H Witch sandwich
1: which sandwich which witch yeah which yeah, which and gotcha. it's
0: it's kind of like a it's it's like a subway thing you, you have this like little uh
1: but it, yeah you should eat which which i get this pizza witch it's mm. very good that sounds good all right so kiki's delivery service the white witch i was going we somewhere have, where
0: were we headed uh
1: witch i was witch. i was saying that what was uh, the
0: last witch witch you talked about the love witch the Love Witch. I started The Love Witch. Okay. Um. After yeah. you left, after we watched. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tigers aren't are not afraid. Yes. Which is a great movie. You how did you watch? How it. did
1: you feel about The Love Witch when you I, saw it?
0: I got like twenty minutes in, yeah. but the aesthetic is crazy.
1: That movie's all about aesthetic. Yeah. it's So good. It's not all. Um, uh, that's not fair. It's it's a better movie than just being about aesthetic. But
0: yeah, but the amount that I s- yes watched before First getting act tired. Stuff, yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Not only is it the the lighting, um, all the, the cars, uh, she's yes. driving the car, they're using projection techniques yes. behind yep. her, which are very, very cool. It's wonderful. Um, everything's <laughs> lit with beauty lighting, which essentially uh-huh. means it's a very soft source yeah. straight on. Yeah. So you're not getting a lot of shadows. Yes. Um, and then all of the characters' dialogue it feels like they're waiting for each other to finish their
1: line, so they yes. could say their line. It feels and it's really interesting. They it's make a, it. It's a choice. The, for di- sure, absolutely. The director made sure that it was. And I'm just saying this, having watched it. I haven't read a bunch about it. The director, it seems, made sure that it. You are completely aware the entire time that you are watching a construction. Yeah. Because that movie is, in many ways, sort of an homage to psychedelic '60s and '70s horror. You know, yeah. sort of hammer horror and things like that, mm-hmm. where you have these sort of groovy colors yeah. and stuff like that, and a lot of, as you say, sort of wooden acting. Yeah. But this movie is good enough that you know, as you said, it's a choice, which mm-hmm. is really really cool. It's a great movie, and I feel like that would that would not be super easy to
0: achieve yeah. when you're when you're when you're directing several actors to to
1: to. Yeah. to, to commit to that to make sure that they play off of one another correctly and things like that yeah there is a lot i said at the at at the top of us talking about this that that movie is all about aesthetic and that totally undercuts it the the theme of the witch across this and i'm the love witch the love witch the theme of the witch in the love witch yeah um and across all of culture and this is sort of a theme that's coming out is is a lot about gender in the place of women right? Uh-huh. And it's women who are powerful. And then how do we understand that in various ways? So right. whether it's the Wicked Witch of the West, whether it's the Love Witch, the Love Witch has a lot of interesting nuances and themes narrative wise uh, about gender and the place of power and all this kind of stuff. We're not going to dig into the Love Witch super deep because we didn't watch it in prep for yeah. this episode, but it, you definitely need to check it out. It's on Shudder. It's on, I think, Amazon Prime right now. Anyway, but go watch y'all not getting a shutter subscription for yeah get you a shutter it's fun they're yeah. they're not paying us why aren't they paying us uh go watch the love witch really good movie okay so one big example that we haven't talked about Harry Potter right Harry Potter and it, it's interesting
0: because I don't directly think of Harry Potter when I think of witches yes um, I agree by any means yeah um why not let me ask that Probably because it's it's boys and girls it's men and women good you're not thinking of uh, ladies you're just thinking of people yeah <laughs> witches and warlocks and, yeah and, and, and the school of
1: witchcraft and wizardry yeah. like yeah um, it's true I feel like I feel like with it's that about series, a little boy exactly with that series the protagonist is a little boy and so and he grows up into a you know 17 18 year old boy but hey, yeah. nevertheless. It's a it's a man, right? It's right. a male um, protagonist, and I think that keeps it separate, at least in my mind, from me thinking, "Oh, it's about witches." Yeah, we're yeah. indoctrinated. Yeah. yeah, with this stuff. Yeah, probably yeah. so, right? But nevertheless, that didn't stop uh, people from being upset about those books uh, and no, movies when they were coming out. Absolutely not. Um, no,
0: and and that that's that's what's interesting, and that's why I ask about Bewitched. Yeah, because. I don't think it's a new thing to be super upset about. Yes. Um, um, f- things that might feel you know uh, alternative to sure. your belief structure. Yeah. Um, and I and grow, growing up, I never once thought or considered bewitched to be like, you know, growing up um, in a, a very kind of small conservative yeah. and uh, yeah church. Sure. driven kind of bible bit town definitely watching bewitched didn't think ooh, i'm watching something kind of like that i shouldn't be because she's yeah. she's a witch well in
1: the depiction of samantha in bewitched is very much absent of sort of religious themes Right. so to some extent her being a witch means she has powers right Right. it doesn't necessarily mean and, and i'm just talking off the cuff i'm thinking of this as i'm saying it yeah. but it seems like it doesn't necessarily mean that she it feels to me like she could be a presbyterian and right. still just happen to be a witch and you Do know, know what I, I mean
0: now that i'm thinking about it bewitched yeah. also wasn't a show made for children no it wasn't it's true harry potter yes and it's huge and wild success was a book written for for kids kids yeah and definitely obviously you're gonna have parents like oh there are spells yeah um there's witchcraft in these books that my kids are utterly obsessed about yeah uh, utterly obsessed with yeah um i i there was even an instance growing up where uh i i ended up reading all those books but uh my sister really uh led the way in um uh reading anything at all i didn't read anything for a long time because i was she's a bibliophile yeah and uh she uh was staying over at a friend's house and that friend's parent found yeah
1: uh, a harry potter book in her bag (laughs) and made her put it outside of course couldn't keep that in the house no 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 what if you know the devil gets in with it or something yeah yeah and that is i mean and the interesting thing about one of the really interesting things in the context of our conversation that we're having right now is like witchcraft, whatever that means. And it is, I mean, we're not even touching the fact that it is actually some people's actual religious practice in right. various forms and whatever, right? Some people will really identify as as witches in their religious life. But nevertheless, one interesting thing about that is that that, that is still your, you know... Um, your sister's childhood friends, moms, or parents, whatever, reaction to that book is part of a long tradition, right? Yeah. Of Christian folks being upset about what they perceive as witchcraft. Right. And that tracks all the way back to sixteen hundred, being farther than 82. that. yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's just back in the day they would light those people on fire (laughs) and
0: and now Uh, and just like i said earlier like we've put on a better face we put on a better face now we're like don't bring that book into my house yeah instead of yeah i am going to set
1: you on fire and that is an improvement so now we have a society that's like you can be kind of you can be shitty to a kid about the book that they have but you're not allowed to set anybody on fire about it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about your about your thing that you don't like mm-hmm. um, but that is interesting that it's like a long tradition. yeah Harry Potter doesn't have uh, it's got some pointy hats and gaudium Leviosa yeah it's got the sorting those. hat as kind of a witch's hat yeah it also avoids I think avoids the sort of religion. religious yeah. yeah yeah because it's it's about people are born that way or they're yeah. not and then it's like learning a skill.
0: But I, the thing that I found so refreshing yeah. about um, the newest Sabrina show
1: yeah. is that it it hits religion head on. It does. So let's jump into Sabrina, That's and we're
0: talking about Sabrina, the Netflix
1: series, The Chilling Adventures of um, Sabrina.
0: Which I don't know if I don't know if you guys guys have seen. Um, I, I feel terrible. I, I don't re- re- know the the young actor's name, but she was in a movie called The Black Coat's Daughter.
1: Oh, the 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 Sabrina. The, yes, what's her name? Um, I don't know. I should know it, and I'll know it as soon as I look it up. Yeah, but go ahead. She was in the Black Coats Daughter. Uh, but she's anyway. fan. She's fantastic.
0: I think. I think she's going to be a star. Oh, she's. Um, yeah, she's but she was the in the Black Coats Daughter and, and played this, this care. I don't want to say too much because it's kind of a, a big plot point. But she sure. plays this kind of eerie, creepy character, and it's this this yeah. this um this movie uh, about uh, this all girls school on yeah. winter break and uh, the idea of some sort of like uh demonic presence something yeah um, I guarantee you that the the showrunner for Sabrina saw that movie and yeah. said we've gotta audition this girl Oh was that pre Sabrina? Pre-Sabrina?
1: yes oh interesting i didn't realize that yeah her name is kiernan shipka kiernan shipka yeah. That's um it. yeah it's a very interesting name yeah so with the chilling adventures of sabrina so let me let me say a couple words about the character herself right. and i'll right? say i have yeah.
0: not read any of the comic books okay um I know there were they were earlier comic books and they were, yes. there are more
1: recent comic books,
0: which yes. this show is based on. Absolutely, right? yes. Okay.
1: So, Sabrina the character, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, appeared in an Archie's Madhouse comic in 1962. So, Sabrina is part of the Riverdale world, right? She ends up... She appears in that comic in 1962. She gets her own title in 1971. And so... Her title runs for a while. It drops off in terms of sales and so forth, and they wrap up the sort of first volume of hers, I think in the 80s or something. Then you get a revitalization of the character in the Melissa Joan Hart version that we already talked about.
0: So that's the next...
1: Yeah, that's the next sort of bump for Sabrina. And then I think she had a comics line after that for a little while. But then uh, Archie Comics decided to do a rebrand in, I think, the early... 2010s or something like this yeah. so coming up on 10 years ago um they decided to do a rebrand across all of the sort of riverdale stuff where they started doing adult and more serious archie books right? right and some of that was horror focused so sure the archie version of this was a book called afterlife with archie where archie and all the other people have to survive a zombie holocaust wow uh yes yeah which is a cool book i've read the first one. Oh, cool
0: and then and that's an interesting timing because you have uh we're, we're in a time right now in the last <clears throat> excuse me like 15 or 20 years or 30 years like kind of kind of in the 80s and 90s especially but now especially with a lot of creator owned uh, small story yeah. comics yeah um you know, you're gonna read comics that are as serious as your as your favorite TV shows. Absolutely. You know, like Breaking Bad's and
1: all of those things.
0: Definitely. Um, so it's no surprise to me that yeah. Archie would be
1: rebooted to yeah. to suit those readers. Certainly. And I yeah. don't know if this was before. I mean, this is something that's happened to the Archie world uh, across media. So you also have Riverdale, the TV show, right? right. Which is and is, the
0: Sabrina show was originally uh, slated to be a yeah. spinoff of that show before Netflix yes essentially purchased the yeah.
1: and and so they also did uh, along the comics line so they did afterlife with archie and then they did a rebrand of sabrina that was called the chilling adventures of sabrina and so the first volume of that has some similar ish beats as the netflix show okay. but then obviously it gets picked up for a netflix show um and it even has the the writer of the comic was written, I'm probably going to mispronounce his name, but I'll try anyway, Roberto uh, Aguirre-Sacasa, I think is his name. He's a okay. good writer, and then they have, um, the art is by Robert Hack in there, but uh, Aguirre-Sacasa, if I'm saying that correctly, is involved in the development of the show as okay. well. Um, yeah. And so let's talk about The Chilling Adventures of sure. Sabrina, the TV show. So <clears throat>
0: the, uh, the the first thing that I noticed uh, growing yeah. up uh, with a with – a, a, uh, religious background, yeah, and uh, you know, as a kid, not you know, f- feeling afraid, feeling afraid of this type of thing, of yeah, um, anything focused, like you know, The Exorcist messed me up, yeah, oh, <laughs> you know, me too. and there's still yeah. something about that movie that's so ingrained in my, yeah, uh, I, I guess, uh, cultural DNA that it just, it's just frightening, yeah. Um yeah, for sure. But I found it as a 30... I guess it came out like two or three years ago as a 30-year-old man watching yeah. it super refreshing because they treated the Dark Lord yeah. just... It, it's yeah. exactly the same as you would talk about a Christian God, right? Yes. Um, yes. And I know it got a lot of backlash, and I know there was a lot yeah. of really upset people, but yeah. for me personally, it was just kind of like okay this is this is this is what this is and it's like i it felt
1: relaxed
0: yes to me to approach it in that
1: way well and i thought that was such and i have this in my notes i thought that approach so for those who haven't seen it go watch it but it's it's sabrina don't spoil season two i haven't watched it yet <laughs> okay i won't it's been
0: it's binge it's this whole like
1: yeah it's, it's binge, a, culture. B- binge culture but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I needs to binge get. But Sabrina Spellman is a witch who lives with her two uh, aunts. Yes. And they are a member of, and I don't even know if there's a word for their church, but no. they worship the Dark Lord, which is Satan. A coven, right? I guess. Yeah, coven, I Probably. suppose. But I mean the entire institutional thing. A dark yes. church or something. I don't know what it's called. I, don't, I forget. But nevertheless, they worship the Dark Lord, which is Satan, essentially. Right. And I thought the, the show has such a clever spin in the fact that Sabrina starts rebelling against the institutional religion that she's been raised in. Yes. She starts essentially rebelling against Satan, right? Right. And she does it for reasons that someone might rebel against, say, a Christian institution, right? She rebels against it because women aren't allowed in positions of power. Right. She she rebels against it for all these sort of injustices and and things that aren't fair. And my favorite reason is (laughs) she
0: rebels against this... uh, signing her name in the in the yeah it, uh, you you could kind of imagine it as being saved as a Christian yeah being right, right baptized right. yeah it's an uh, initiation ritual. it's an initiation yeah. signing your name in the, the the book of the dark lord yeah because she can't hang out
1: with her friends she anymore. she can't hang out with her mortal friends anymore right and yeah. she's
0: just torn and she I, has
1: to go to witch school she has to leave them behind it's and all so this much
0: stuff. more it's so much less about I can't give my life to Satan and so yeah. much more about <laughs> I want to be my own person yeah you know yeah. yeah for um, sure
1: and then and then I, as the i want to find my own way and as the show develops that still remains a problem but even toward the end of season one she starts to feel tension yeah even with even if she can reconcile hanging out with her friends she starts to feel tension with the institution and how it treats women in various ways right um the show is just so clever and it's it is clever. so. Um, they yeah. they use the ants and her, uh,
0: the uh, her, her, her two ants in, in yeah. a really interesting way too. Yes. Um, she has you know one aunt that's very kind of strict, like yeah, church every Sunday kind Absolutely. of aunt um, <laughs> who is like the
1: Dark Lord every Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah.
0: put, your name, yes. book, put your name in the book. You're embarrassing me exactly. Right. And then the other aunt that's a little bit more like uh, nurturing um, and coddling, I guess. And and you know is more like, you know, you know, go out and like yeah, follow Explore your yourself. heart, exp- yeah. you know, um yeah. It's it's super it's a super fun show.
1: And I thought I think one thing just culturally about that that sort of reversal that Sabrina is pushing back against was essentially devil worship. That's so clever is it puts it in an interesting cultural place in very Christianized America where it it might be harder to get mad at it D- as a show. Do you know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. the protagonist is pushing against the devil. Yeah. Right? But at the same time, she's not pushing against it because...
0: It's normalizing the
1: institution of of (laughs) the satanic, (laughs) you know... Of course. And so she's not pushing against the devil because she doesn't like the devil. It's just because he's got all these dumb rules and won't let her hang out with her friends and stuff like that that she's pushing against him. And it's just such a clever, clever move. It is, um, and and they that comes from the comic book as well, which is also overseen. Uh, I need by, to, I need to read writer. that. Do you have? Do you have any? I have the first trade. Yeah, I can let you borrow it for sure. Cool, uh, it's really good. Uh, I'll actually, it. long as we're long as we're talking about it, I'll plug this. I have a blog post about it. If you want to go to my, mm, uh, not you, you can't, no. you can't. Our listeners want to. All of I can hear. Wait, yep, I can hear them logging on right there. I hear yeah, the click, typing. Click, 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 click. <laughs> yeah, I hear you doing that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> go to go to go to WD and then go to the blog, and I've got a, a thing about uh, references and how that works in uh, Sabrina. So, there you go. We got a blogger. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good.
0: You remember uh, Zanga? Were you a Zonga or a Zanga? I, I called it Zanga, but because yes, I remember you're, it. Because you're... You're not a dummy. Am I correct? Okay. Zanga, Zanga. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's like manga, manga. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: just certain things rub you wrong. Sure. Yeah. You can't help it. Oh, I was. They're a, not wrong. I was a Zangaite. I yeah. Would, I would ride on there for sure.
0: Yeah. I uh, I remember uh, learning how to to code your your Zanga page colors. Yeah.
1: And boy, did I go mm. to town with it.
0: But that was right before uh, YouTube and right before MySpace, yeah. and then.
1: Yeah. I used it as a sort of uh, online notebook. I never really hoped anyone would read it. Uh, I wouldn't tell. i, I may Secrets? Have, uh, yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> tell secrets. No, I don't think I might have given you the address for it at some point or people that were very, very close to me. But I didn't like, I wasn't trying to get people to read it. I would use it as like an online uh, notebook where I would like write lyrics and stuff like that. Yeah, and like work on ideas and stuff, but I just didn't want to have to save it on a computer because I had like a you know my parents had a desktop at that yeah, point or something. You could have used the notebook. So. Could have,
0: didn't, <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't do that. I've got so many notebooks that I've started like I'm like I'm gonna this is gonna be the notebook that I just here's, fill up. Here's if the you thing: you fill you fill up your notebook. I fill up notebooks, yeah, but you yeah. can't rearrange it. You lose it. No, yeah,
1: it's true. It's like that's how note that's how ink and paper works. Also, so. it's more fun to think about writing in a notebook and then buy a notebook for that than it is to actually sit down and write in a notebook yes yeah
0: it's much more fun nothing better than going and buying a new notebook the most recent with with the it's just so much like opportunity and like yeah it's so it's
1: it's yeah you're buying potential for the future uh, yeah yeah uh i recently i guess it was about a year ago uh my partner kendra got me a notebook that is the um handbook for the recently deceased beetlejuice nice and that's the one i'm currently working on i haven't i've got like a fifth of it it's not even my
0: sister bought me a a notebook uh for christmas or my birthday or something yeah and she wrote this like really nice note in the beginning of it Mm -hmm. that says you know this that here lies like all all the all the thoughts characters and whatever of me yeah and like i haven't started using that one yet and let me tell you why okay Because I feel like that first page is important. It's too important. Yeah. Because it's right after this really kind of heartfelt, like, oh, yeah, my sister believes
1: in me. What's going
0: to go on the first page? I can't, it can't just be anything. And
1: I don't want to, we're going to get back to Sabrina in just a second, but I do want to say I think that fear is well founded. I don't think that's silly at all because I have notebooks where. They're nice or they're special for some reason. And then I look back and the first page is just hot garbage. Just yeah. nothing. Just yeah. nonsense. And I'm like, oh, shit. It should have yeah. been better than that. It should have been. You know been. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Maybe start writing in the back or the middle somewhere. Oh. Two thirds in. Okay. You know what I mean? Just crack it open and write in the middle somewhere. You'll yeah. get to that first page. Yeah. When you do the masterpiece. right? It's not a bad idea. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, one thing that's wonderful about the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is the art direction. The visuals. Let's talk yeah. about it.
0: Yeah, from uh from a, a cinematic perspective. Yeah. Um the show's actually very dark, like literally dark. So there are a lot of uh very dark uh points on the on the screen and, and yeah. in the frame. Yeah. And but there are also some very really like warm and soft light sources mm-hmm. exactly where you want them. Yeah. Um like right on a person. And yeah. and looking at it from like a filmmaker perspective, point of view like i don't know how they achieve some of these looks because they have to have like just this perfect source and then they're essentially flagging the rest of the room some of the looks lighting wise you mean yes um it's it's just a really pretty show it's 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 an
1: eye candy type show it absolutely is it's a show that i will hold on i'm gonna open a beer there it is um it is a show this is what mine sounds like hold on i don't want (laughs) to listen (laughs) There you go, <laughs> that's that the good. good? Stuff. Yeah, this that's is almost an ASMR episode right now. Ugh, um, gross. So, so this is very much a show that I will throw on episodes that I've already seen that I'm not paying attention to, just to have, just because I'm a Halloweeny boy and I like that vibe going on. It's just you spooky. I, mean? I want that spooky. An episode, spooky vibe.
0: There's an episode for every. I feel like almost every genre of yeah. like spook. Yeah. There's an exorcism episode in yeah. here yeah. that I just really loved. It's and so what's good. great about it is this if you're watching The Exorcist, you're feeling uh I don't really feel I, unfortunately I don't feel very like scared watching things it's anymore. A, it's a sadness when that it goes. It is. Yeah. I, I remember um feeling dread before watching these things. Yeah. And now I just kind of And I still see it like like when I go to the movies, like I think for me, it's like I dissect movies so hard yeah. in a way that, like, it's hard for you to stop. It's hard for me to stop. It's hard for you to watch them passively, right. like an audience. But at the same would. time, yeah, I can justify watching movies because I feel like I'm working. You know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? That's interesting. Yeah, um, for sure. But um, watching this show, it's it's I'm I'm sure it's frightening and and scary to some people, but for me, it's yeah. just like. It's just the funnest version of those genres. Absolutely it like is. Like an exorcism.
1: It's just the it's like a joyful thing yeah. to watch. Yeah. And this is actually not to come back Maybe to Maybe I
0: but, have problems in my brain.
1: No. I think it's good. Okay. I think it's good. This is not once again, not to just self promote the whole time, but this is something I explore in my blog post about this where I talk about what is the purpose of references in a horror context, right? Because horror is so much about... And I it might be a stretch to say Sabrina is a horror show, but it's certainly a horror-themed show. Yeah, do no, you know I, I,
0: mean? I, I, I I, don't think...
1: I don't know that it's trying to scare you, but I'm no. not sure that all horror needs to, so... No,
0: but I, I do think there are scares in it. Um, there are. And I do think yeah. that it the... Uh, that I keep going back to that exorcism episode. I do yeah. think it's supposed to feel unsettling. Yeah. I think it's supposed yeah. to evoke the
1: same feelings that a, yes. an, a literal horror movie would. Yeah, and this but... is a this is a very nice thing that the the TV show, the Netflix show, has done so well from the comics. Is the comics are full of references to various things. There are references to. H.P. Lovecraft, there are references to Aleister Crowley, who was a actual magician from the late 1800s. There are, you know, one of the covers is a reworking of the Rosemary's Baby movie poster, right? All these kind of things. Right. And so there are all these references to horror things or things that are macabre and, and witchy. Macabre. Right? Macabre and witchy. And so the, the Netflix show does that really, really well and yeah. has all these references kind of baked in. Speaking of references, one of the other things that I want to get to um, is the statue? Yes. yeah. So for those who haven't seen the show, when Sabrina ends up visiting andor attending whatever, um, the school where she is going to learn the dark magic that she's going to learn when she becomes a, a sort of member of the Church of the Dark Lord, in the, what would you call it, uh, foyer. In the sort of yeah, uh, it's it's the, the main, entrance, the main entrance yeah. room of the school, the foyer, the foyer. There is a statue, and the statue is is of a goat headed figure, uh, sitting with wings. Uh, horns. Horns. It's a Baphomet, if you've seen those. If you Google Baphomet with a pH in the middle, uh you'll see this thing. But it's a goat headed, demonic looking figure. And the statue that's in Sabrina is sitting and it's got two little children at its side. Right. Right. It's this very particular look. I'm actually looking at it right now. Yeah. Take a take a minute and Google Google image that um and check it out. But the statue that's in Sabrina is a riff on a real-life Baphomet statue that was created by the Satanic Temple, which is a recent uh, religious organization founded in like the early 2010s, 2013, I think. Uh, The Satanic Temple was founded. They actually have um, a Baphomet statue that they use for various political and sort of activist uh, and, to some extent, religious purposes. Right. And Netflix apparently, or the production company that Netflix was working with, whatever, uh, recreated this statue and put it in the the show. The yeah. show. Yes, and this caused a big kerfuffle. Yeah, let's say.
0: the uh, I don't know if it was Netflix or who it yeah. was, but they got sued.
1: The Satanic Temple sued them
0: uh, for like fifty million dollars.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's
0: a big, it's a big sue.
1: It's a lot. It's a big sue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, did, they did a big sue. That's a, y'all did a big sue. Y'all did a big sue. And so, um, do you know why they sued them? Uh, copyright infringement. Copyright infringement. Yeah. And also, to some extent, I would argue, knowing about the Satanic Temple, we might talk about that on another episode sometime, maybe. Um, also, misrepresentation. Misrepresentation. Yeah. Yes. Because the Satanic Temple, despite their name, does not believe in does, a Satan. Does not worship the Dark does Lord. Does not worship the Dark Lord. Doesn't believe in the devil. Um,
0: yeah. I, I saw a funny. Uh, I don't know if it was a someone. Some people were arguing about yeah. that uh, the other day, and uh, someone was like, "You know, the Satanic Temple doesn't actually believe in the devil." Yeah. And like, and like, the response was like, <laughs> well, did you post this?" I did post this. Yeah. And what 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 was the so response? So it was
1: uh, it was a Twitter thread. And it was it was. Did you know that Satanists don't believe in a literal Satan? And then somebody said. Uh, well, what do you call people that believe in a literal Satan? And then the Church of Satan, which is different than the Satanic Temple, but the Church of Satan responded and said, you call them Christians. You call them Christians. <laughs> exactly. I that was pretty funny. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, so the Satanic Temple doesn't believe in Satan, doesn't worship the Dark Lord, doesn't believe in anything supernatural, actually. And so they sued, not only for copyright infringement, because it's such a clear ripoff of their actual right. statue. That got some news here, media coverage. I'm reading coverage. It here. Like, the, t- the temple
0: yeah. argues that the, the televiz- television
1: show yeah.
0: not only copied its conception of the deity, a muscled figure with two children staring up at it, but yeah. it also gives the statue and the satanic temple uh, itself a bad rap. Yeah.
1: Um, because yeah. it associates them with devil worship. Yeah, the Satanic yeah. Temple based in Salem, Massachusetts. I did not realize that. <laughs> yes, they have a black two-story house in Salem,
0: Massachusetts. That's so dope. <laughs> it's so um, wonderful. Defines its mission in part to reject tyrannical authority and to encourage benevolence and uh, empathy among all people.
1: Yeah. Essentially, I mean, to a large extent, they're a an anti-Christian theocracy group right to a large extent that's beside the point the the point here is that's another reference and that's one not everybody was happy with uh so they sued for 50 million dollars and uh did you come across what the what the resolution was for that i didn't okay so the resolution was uh they settled uh i'm sure they got some money for it right sure but also they got publicity and uh they are now listed in the credits on sabrina okay which is a super cool thing about Mm -hmm. streaming television is that they released the show with credits, and then the Satanic Temple said, oh, no, 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 that's our statue, and they said, okay, right. cool, we'll read, you know, now when yeah. you watch it, you're in the credits. And let me say, I yeah. work in, I work in a feature post
0: and yeah. all of that. Yeah. That's not, that's kind of a pain. I'm sure it is. Like, because yeah. if you change the credits, you're probably lengthening the, the runtime of that, uh, yeah. of, of the show for, uh, by a few frames. Yeah. That means like the whole post house has to go, the audio (laughs) sound post house has to go through and and remake all of the stems, all of the, there are ME files. I'm not, not free. Gonna, I'm not, not gonna, free. We should get into that in an episode, just because I think it's yeah. We should. People don't understand what goes into actually getting something on
1: the air. I just got to talk about the damn witch craze of the European, you know, fourteenth, seventeenth century. We got to talk. You about got this yours. Stuff. I let got, me got get mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that didn't. That wasn't free for Netflix either, but. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add about uh, Sabrina? That's about all I have in my notes. Great show. Everybody needs to watch it. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah,
0: it is very good. Yeah. It's uh, it's. I mean, it's it's like, it's like the best version of a CW show you could watch. It is.
1: <laughs> yep. It's got a CW vibe, but it's better than that. It's better for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And uh, yeah, check out uh, this the 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 leading actor or actress, uh, depending yeah. on what you like to be called. Sure um in uh the black coat's daughter daughter. yeah Mm -hmm. great
1: movie and she is a creep in that movie it's so good she's got she's got range it's a slow burn but i love a slow burn oh it's a good movie yeah so vibe you got a you got a rating for us on the concept of the witch or the uh archetype Um, of the witch in stories before we go there yeah i just want to tickle it okay the vitch. Oh, yeah. We didn't even mention that. Yeah. Oh, my um, goodness. The, I skipped over it earlier because I didn't want to yeah, get into the, it too much. The, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's, We could do a whole episode on this movie. The Witch by Robert um, Eggers. Robert Eggers is, um, if if you're a fan of Hereditary and Midsummer yeah. or midsomar, how you want to say it, Yeah. and The Witch and yeah. are excited for The Lighthouse coming out. Ooh. Um, you should check out the A24 podcast. Have you listened to it yet? I haven't yet. Uh, no. Robert Eggers and uh, Ari Aster just talk craft for that's like a, an hour. That's and amazing. It, but they talk like... One of them starts with like, well, we can only talk about like something very specific and referential yeah. that... Only we know about, and then I'm just sitting there feeling dumb. But I'm just okay. soaking it. But all you're in. into it, yeah,
1: super into it. So we're, we'll do we'll do a full episode on Robert Eggers at some point. Yeah, but yeah, um, let's let's briefly touch on the witch because right. it's it's of the of recent years, it's one of the best. Yeah, and no what's question.
0: interesting regarding it being a horror film, yeah. uh, my dad watched it and um, he watched it in Somerset, Kentucky. If you all know where that is, how fun! It is a very. Small place. It's not a super
1: witchy place. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: it's not a super witchy place. But what's interesting about it, regarding it being a horror movie, yeah. when I watched it, there are certain parts of the movie that really give me gave me the willies. Yes. But it was much more of a character study and like yeah. um, a, a study of uh, the time. Yes, um, and and what people were like and what people were really afraid of. Yes, and they they were afraid of. Uh, you know kind of like not fitting into a social norm yeah and um, which i guess
1: is, is still it's still a thing but still a thing but at the time uh the, this movie is set during the sort of colonial america yeah. north new england sort of times and so religion i mean just like in boston massachusetts coming all the way back to 1692 religion played such a fundamental part of every aspect of your life that to be ostracized from any any of that is a huge threat right whether you – everybody was super religious. Now some people are like, eh, I'm not really religious. Everybody was super religious, yeah. right? And to be ostracized from that is scary at that right. point. And, and so that movie captures. This movie kind
0: of starts with this family Ooh. basically being shunned. Being into, exiled. Like, exiled. Yeah. Um, and what that looks like and this kind of slow descent into yeah. witchcraft. Yeah. And – Great es- movie. Essentially, the the Dark Lord, the Devil, Satan himself, talking to the the, I guess you would call her the protagonist of the movie. Yeah.
1: Movie, and I mean speaking of, speaking of uh, uh, visual delights, that movie is beautiful to yeah. look at. It's mm-hmm. so nice. Well, so. the the art direction is so great
0: because they, yeah. I feel like they really captured the the time period in a way that like yeah a lot of movies don't. Yeah, um, and. What's her name? Anya I don't know. Taylor Joy. The, the actor, On- the yeah. The girl. Yeah. She she yeah. ended up like she was in uh M Knight Split and she was in oh, okay. A, a few movies after. Cool, cool. She was in uh New Mutants, which never released. Which never released, yeah. Um which I think will probably go V O D. Okay. Nice. Now that um Disney acquired Fox and cool. such. But that's yeah, yeah. that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But um
1: she's just super good in this movie. Yeah. Um definitely see that. I mean, we'll I, I don't want to dig in too much because yeah. like it's do you have any any uh sort of urgent things you want to say about that cuz no, I do um, we'll spend like half an episode on that movie, I'm I, sure. I,
0: I I think it's really interesting if you think about like the types of people that were kind of targeted, yeah, in uh the witchcraft trials yeah. and then you think of this character, yeah, and how she's yeah. her she and her family have been shunned. Yeah. Um and you think of these these Essentially, witches that were burned, who were um, poor and rejected, and then yeah. a lot of these uh, women eventually would would they would be uh, interrogated so hard that they would uh, confess. Oh, of course, you to just being a witches. False confession, yeah. In order to maybe receive like uh, some mercy, maybe some mercy, yeah. and mm-hmm. but instead they were burned. They would always be burned. Yeah. Um. But what Robert Eggers did so well. Is that he or hanged? I think so. Or hanged? hanged. Yeah. yeah, I think hanged was more more likely, but mm-hmm. burned is more cinematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but what he did so well is he made it without giving too much away. He kind of twisted it and made it a thing, a yeah. real thing. Exactly. Should yeah. we? Can I get into some spoilers? Yeah, man, is spoil that okay? it. That's um, fine. We're we're close to the end, so if you don't want to know how it ends, you could. Can, can, yeah, you can fast forward. But I think what's so interesting is that you have this shunned, outcast. Yeah, she's she's been uh, essentially like uh, accused by her family of being this terrible thing. Yeah, um, and at the end, like she has to make a call, right? Yeah, she has to make a decision. Yeah. Is she going to accept? Yeah, this invitation into Black Phillip's world, and yeah. and at the end, walk mm, and Black Phillip. Right, and some reviews of the movie I've read are are like you know Black Phillip has manipulated the whole. Uh, the whole family. The, oh, interesting! You know, basically, it's basically the the movie is a recruitment, yeah, video, okay, <laughs> for her, yeah. And Black Phillip has come in and forced the, the family to things. do all these things. Yeah. But the way I read it at, is, as these family are making their their own yes. choices. Yes. And because of the way society has pushed yes. them to feel, at the end.
1: I think she made a pretty solid call. I like that re- read read yeah. of the movie very much. I mean, you know, I rewatched that movie probably less than a year ago, and Black Phillips' offer at the end he's he wants her to sign a book too. Interestingly yeah. enough, oh, we were talking about then Sabrina, but Black Phillips' offered to her at hey, the, you want to fly at the end of the <laughs> witch? Yeah, yeah, she, he says he says something th- to the extent of like do you want i forget if it's butter or what it is or honey or something like this some sort of flavorful food and then he says do you want a pretty dress uh do you want you know what i mean he's offering yeah. her all these things that she hasn't had access to in this repressive sort of bummer of a life that she's had right and then of course the line that everybody grabbed onto was uh wouldst thou live deliciously, wouldst thou live deliciously? um yeah and, yeah okay okay yeah. yeah, my family has literally been making me like feel yes. like I want to die. And then they went ahead and tore each other apart because they said I was the devil, even though I legit was not. Legitimately was not. Yeah. I was not into this. Sure, let's give but, this a try. Yeah, but right? some reads
0: of the movie are, are that that, yeah. that wasn't her family. Yeah, was, like that. No, that's no. not as interesting. No, it's not me. as
1: interesting. And then at the end, she goes and finds... Like, she finds like-minded individuals and, and she floats. floats up to the sky <laughs> and it's so good it's oh so my cool god such a great movie. um
0: but the the moment where black philip actually speaks yes to me was bone chilling perfect um perfect. the first time i saw it i was like you're just not expecting this deep man's voice everyone's dead yes
1: she's in a room it's alone her and this goat and then you hear this voice yeah. and i'm like, Ooh. yeah." And they don't show it. They don't try to, you yeah. know, they don't try to force a human voice into the mouth of a goat. But right. Uh, but at the same time, it just works so well. that's yeah. a, That's one of the great one of the great examples of uh, depictions of witches. Um, yeah. Especially recently. But yeah. If overall, you haven't seen the witch, like go see the witch. Yeah. Go like, see the witch. Go watch. Don't witch. be a big baby. We'll talk about it uh, in more depth when we draw. Y'all are Robert being Eggers. big babies. That is. That's a good. Yeah, come on back next time. Thanks for <laughs> 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 thanks for listening, though. yeah. Um, no, seriously, thanks for listening. I think this has been a fun episode about the yeah. uh, concepts of the witch and stuff uh-huh. like that. And I will go ahead and rate the concept of the witch. Um, you know, I'm going to do... This is the first time I've done this on this podcast. I'm going to do a 10 out of 10. I'm going to do 10 out of 10 uh, Eyes of Newt for hmm. the concept of the witch. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going
0: to rate... I'm 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 right there with you, and okay. they're for several reasons. Okay, yeah, that we don't have to get into, but sure. you can take take how you will. Absolutely, we're going ten out of ten. Let's let's go ten out of ten. Cauldrons, love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I hope some people fell asleep listening to this, and then we woke them up with that creepy laughter. That would make Boo! my heart really really happy. Uh, all right, yeah. So that's the concept of the witch. Thanks for joining us on Common Creatives. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you will listen in the future. Uh real quick, um, yeah. I I should have looked at my notes. Um,
0: <laughs> there's one more little thing that is an interesting thing. Do it. Uh in New England in in the 1600s during this whole witch trial thing. Yeah. You could literally be di- diagnosed with, quote, bewitchment.
1: <laughs> it was a diagnosis. Literally <laughs> bewitchment. This is how All right. This is how we have to bring this in for a landing. You know, viewing all these symptoms And just given my extensive knowledge of biological (laughs) medicine, uh, I'm going to say that I think I'm going to have to diagnose this this poor lady with bewitchment. Uh, Do you concur, doctor? I concur. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening.
0: D.N.N.